It's July 2nd, 2022, and I have fresh mamba, and I didn't know that was a thing. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and this is Bottle Crow Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast where we mamba, 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 mamba. Hey, y'all, this is Bottle Crow number five. Are you familiar with the candy mamba? What? There's a candy called mamba? Are you familiar with it? The answer is no. The snake? It is spelled the same, but if you if you search for Mamba Candy, you will find Mamba. You, it you is just... a Starburst-like uh, fruit taffy candy. Oh. <gasps> it's always been a that bit of a rarity, good. finding <laughs> it. Uh, at an early age, uh, it was... Uh, my my sister was very into Starburst, and since there was Starburst around, that meant I became decently into Starburst. Mm-hmm. But she always held that Mamba was better, but the real trick was getting Mamba that wasn't ridiculously stale, because it is not very popular, and thus the places that do have it often have their stock for a long time, and they're very hard, right? We don't have room. We do not have room. We do not have room. We do not have room. They don't have room on on the shelves for this less in demand product, so it ends up. I guess you know, so. Stale, I guess so. I guess. So you you're like okay, so a not tough like a not stale one. I know what that's like, right? Right. right. Earlier today, I was out getting something for the podcast. We'll talk about it later. Mm. Um, and uh, it was not ready when I arrived, and so I was like, okay. Well, right next door is a Dollar General, which I don't think I've been in in 20 years, if probably more than that. Um, so I was like, sure, I'm going to go into the Dollar General. Uh, first of all, I got a like a 16-ounce can of soda for $1.25, mm-hmm. which is not bad. What soda? Also, uh, yes. Coke. <laughs> okay. Um, refrigerated, you know. Wow. Good to go. Um, also, I got a Mamba, and Nick... These are like alarmingly soft. <laughs> so have you had one before? It sounds like yes. A mamba, of course. Okay, of course. Of course, yes. I've had plenty of mamba in my life, but mm-hmm. I've never, ever, ever had them this soft. It is like soft to the point of did you change the recipe? Is so? Is this a uh, a multi flavor pack like a Starburst, or is it one flavor? Yeah. Yeah, so basically, unlike Starburst, um, you could see there's an the image here. When you break open that, that you know, long bar, inside is contained a number of subunits that are arranged by flavor. Oh, interest- interesting. Now, it's like a pack of are, gum. Yeah. Um, so you get four flavors and mm-hmm. four packs. However, they are randomized. You are not guaranteed to get one of every flavor for unknown reasons. I didn't get any raspberry in this pack. Raspberry's pretty good, so that's too bad. I did, however, get two strawberry. Strawberry's pretty good, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like yeah. so. Yes. When's the last time you had a mamba? It's, it's like 20 minutes ago. Were you fucking listening? I mean... Be- <laughs> Kidding, I'm booty. kidding, I'm kidding. Booty! Uh, yeah, the time before, before that. Th- before that. The before um, oh, time. Also, just for comparison. Oh, these are these are the, here. Yeah, if you look at that um, first picture, you can see, like, the strawberry one there is unwrapped. As is the one of the raspberries. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> you okay there? <laughs> n- a number of years, quite a few years. I would say minimum five years, probably more than Ooh. that. It's just beyond that, I don't remember. Yeah. Hold on. Um, let me look something up. Okay, looking it up. Interesting. Very, what? very interesting. So you'd say about five years. Minimum, yeah. Five years ago, December 13th, 2016, Bottle Crow Reborn 7.00 special. That's nine years. 2013? December 13th, 2016. Oh, Okay. I always call these patch notes specials, but this one genuinely is special. We're joined by guest Nick Cease to break down the biggest Dota patch in forever. I gotta be honest, dot, dot, dot. I gotta be honest. It's starting to feel personal. Six, our journey began five and a half years ago. In 2019, Mamba added gelatin. That's why it's different. Um, yeah, okay. Unless, nice. unless, uh-huh. like a phoenix from the ashes, I tore six down just to have them pull themselves you- up by their own jaw straps. Six, your jaw is so much stronger than it was five years ago. Part of the bottle core lore is that six just has a, a real set of chompers on this one. Okay, you know what but I mean? Here's the, here's, the, here's the difference. I hear what you're saying, and I mm-hmm. understand. But if I pick up one of these things, the packaged thing in my fingers, and I push at all, <laughs> it squishes. Okay, okay. That gelatin, eh, maybe has something to do with it then. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... I, I know- I was uh, even the ripest ones before. I could not deform with my fingers. The ripest ones, you know, the uh, freshest. You're, it's fruit. Right? I don't know. I was going mm. for like a, a fun thing, you know. <laughs> you're not yourself when you're hungry. Have a fr- have a ripe Snickers. Ripe Snickers is fruit. It's not. I mean, no, but that's could be ripe. I... <laughs> that's a clip. <laughs> I guess peanuts could be ripe. Uh, so the real question is, and I think. I have an opinion. Is it better being soft or is there something missing? So it's better than the really hard ones, right? Mm Because those were just physically hard to eat. But it has a weird waxiness it didn't used to have. So I actually think it is a little worse. And I know that a stir burst, I don't, man, I don't know last time I had one. But, you know, I, it's a very memorable experience because that chew, that chew is part of it. Like a really warm Starburst just isn't. It's not the same. You, I need that chew. You certainly can uh, can understand that. Yeah, uh, they say that the mamba fruit. They say that they added uh, gelatin to improve the candy's chewing intensity and eating experience. Eating experience. <laughs> However, a lot of uh, people were mad at them because. This is a candy that doesn't have a lot of popularity, and what it does have is that it's vegan. And it's not anymore. <laughs> and so people are like, what the fuck, man? Mamba, so. yeah. I mean, they wow. could have just gone with pectin. Isn't pe- pectin's gelatin-free? Why didn't they just do it with pectin? And maybe it just doesn't work. I, I don't know. It maybe does. it was born with it, you know? Maybe it's Mamba number nine. Maybe it's um, Mamba number nine. Oh, I'm just... Hmm. 
I'm feeling what? some days you just feel really positive, you know? Like I, I've got no. a good feeling. No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I've got a good feeling about this show. I got a lot of positivity, and I feel like it's something I should share. Let's go down I've to the speakeasy. Now I'm just uh, trying to be happy. Because when the new patch drops and I'll like it, I'll probably be angry all the time. I need, to be, I need something to be mad at. And now that I have the patch, it'll be angry at. Arteezy Speakeasy, where Arteezy talks about his problems and you listen. So you need to be uh, in the right staple, staple of mind. Yes. I'm trembling because of what I have in front of me. It's so special. I have... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> American Trappist Spencer Monk's Reserve Ale A Trappist Quadruple Pair with family and friends Six, have you heard of, you know, like the double Triple, triple spelled strangely I mean, that means that means ABV, right? Alcohol content? It has, yeah, it has something to do with the brewing So it's always basically stronger Because it's a thing I used to know what it was, but <laughs> exactly It means it's stronger uh, This one... It doesn't seem like, you know, one of those things that markets itself as, wow, it's so extreme, strongest coffee in the world. Uh, but it is, what is it? 10.2% ABV. So it is pretty close to like a barley wine. Uh, go ahead and give you a, a pick here. Mm. It's got a nice, you know, purple label i'm i'm reading the back it says store upright you know enjoying a glass serving temp 50 degrees i've had it out of the fridge of course for for a little while here uh so i'm gonna go ahead and open it i'm i'm gonna bring the mic down because i don't know about i'm gonna pour it <laughs> slowly because this could go badly since i'm just like at a desk so i like my i'm reading off the back of the label i like my beers like i like my women with a dense tan frothy head <laughs> Is that what it said? <laughs> no, I, I invented the first part. It does say dead stand frothy head. And I just thought it would be funny. Okay. Okay, here's the pouring experience. Wish me luck. Good luck. I love pouring. Okay, yes, definitely. Oh, a good dense, sound to it. A dense frothy head. Very, like, tight head. Not, uh, not large bubbles. Okay, okay. We're getting up into the, the fullness of the glass. Will I be able to pour the entire thing? Well, better set it down on this coaster here. I got it all in one time. Whoo! A slow pour. It's like you you do the little angled thing where you don't just want to you don't just want to give it you know upside down for most beers because then it'll just overflow. But mm -hmm. uh, you got you want to release some of that that CO two. Uh, genuinely, it's actually like supposedly. You know, people who don't like beer, it, it upsets the stomach. It's probably because there's too much carbonation in it. Like, it's meant to be to be poured. I learned this recently. It's like, oh! And then it does actually, like, I don't know. You don't feel bloated, I guess? I don't know. You're not a, a burp machine or anything like that, you know? Sure, sure. Because the, the burps, of course, are volatility being unearthed upon <laughs> your system. Exactly. We're so familiar with the volatiles. Like, you have to let some of these, these After, noxious... After uh, recording six episodes of us <laughs> drinking carbonated beverages at the start of... Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Okay, that's... It's not that strange. It's a very... It's like a dark... A very dark... 
Ale smell. Very, very dark. <laughs> <laughs> very, very dark house. Yeah, I mean, it just smells like a dark beer. Okay. Gosh, that's a lot of foam. That's a that's a big head. That's big head mode. That's big head. Are you old no. enough for big head mode? No. Okay. What about Depeche mode? Depeche mode. <laughs> um, you, you go into Goldeneye and you set it to Depeche mode and you get the <laughs> the lowest bit rate reach out and touch me you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> that was really good thank you okay uh i mean it's a little silly you you can't really tell that that's uh that's very strong it just has a it's not like there's some like stouts or porters or whatever just like oh this is a dark a mouthful of darkness and those were fun. <laughs> That's Kingdom Hearts Ale. <laughs> a mouthful of darkness. Yes. Darkness, they're not a character, are they? Uh, no, it is more uh, more a going concern in the Kingdom Hearts world. Oh, I some see. people uh, are very inspired by and want to bring it about, and some people think it's bad and they prefer light. Mm-hmm. Some people just want to want to nom on it. It's not mm-hmm. overwhelming. It's, it's uh, a, certainly a very present flavor but uh i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna keep drinking obviously did the did the monks do right by you this time it is like a it's definitely a very dense flavor you know like maybe that it's that bit of alcohol it's not like burning but it's definitely it has that feeling on the tongue you know here's a thing that i always wonder about right Mm -hmm. you get i feel like it is usually beers that are made by monks, right? But sometimes it's other yeah. types of alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be a good thing that there are these monks, presumably, like, you're supposed to think of them as being in seclusion. Probably they aren't. But, you know, by by the uh, buying into the vision, these monks in seclusion on their monastery in a mountain making beer, right? Yeah. The thing is, my experience of going into isolation to work on something for a long time means you lose all context for whether or not it's good. <laughs> Very true, and also, very true. you wouldn't be able to get other beers up there. What if they're like, yes, we've made, oh, after, you know, a hundred years of training in the mountains, generations of monks, we now have the finest beer. Please partake. And you're like, this is like Bud Light. And they're like, what is a Bud Light? <laughs> what is this Bud Light you speak of? Uh, I just am skeptical of the monk method. The monk method. Sports. Hoops. Six said, six said the bud Basketball. Court. The Buddy. bud's word. Dog. Jersey. Slam dunk festival. Meet my dog. I have no sports. Okay, I need, to, I need to make it. I don't know what it would be overall. Uh-huh. But there will be Bud Light. Instead of hoops, it's hops. Ooh. The rest of it, you know, you figure it it's out the same, you, you know, but that sports. one, that one, that one serves itself. <laughs> Buddy, uh, bud, heavy. that's pretty good. Suds. <laughs> Suds? Oh, wait, that's soap. That's not piece. <laughs> Suds. Oh, it's got a great sudsy head. Six, six trying to. I like to... my beer like I like my women. <laughs> <laughs> great sudsy head. Six wearing Marcho Grau. Uh, God. My. Groucho Marx. Mar- I did this. Marcho Grau. <laughs> I did it again. 
Groucho Marx glasses in a monastery being like, mm, yes, this one has a nice sudsy head. Uh, <laughs> I, you, I, I've never more quickly found the title for an episode <laughs> as March O'Growl. <laughs> Blimey! <laughs> uh, anyway, um, what was I say? Yeah, so the I took like you know senior year at college, one of the a classic classes. Like, oh yeah, there's like a wine tasting class. No, wait, was this the wine? No, it was a history of beer class. It was like an honors college. This one college credit. is so fucking fake. Listen, there's like some free credits sometimes. It's a good it's like, gosh, like, gosh, six. It's really if, if only you had a degree, we'd be happy to hire you. If only you'd spent three semesters studying fucking the history of like malt beverages. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> so, anyways, there was this uh, one credit uh, random class uh, that was like history of beer. There was like a handful of us who like. We all found this one beer. He, like, told us where to get this beer, and we all, like, brought it, or he brought it in. I forget. And we would all, like, talk about, like, a certain unit and then drink things. And one of them was, like, a monastery ale. And this is the story, at least. Historically, monks, like, were brewing ale because, I mean, beer is, like, pretty good sustenance in terms of, like, raw calories and carbs, right? And it's not water. Unless, you know, historically, you know, water, you're not just going to drink some nice water from a barrel, get some dysentery in there. So it's alcoholic. Just and you put it in a barrel. You get, like, some carbs. Makes you feel good. Tastes pretty good. And so, supposedly, you know, like, when... Uh, like, I think it's... Trying to remember. It's like, you know, travelers, they would visit monasteries or something, right? And there were home houses of of refuge, of rest. And so it's like, okay, your uh, your meal, you get something and beer. Something like that. So oh, no, like I'm not religious. I just like beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a beer, uh, beerchen, beerologist. That's it, for sure. A beerchen? Were you beer-shen? trying to say something in German? <laughs> yes, yes. Marcho Grau and his Marcio name is Beerchen. Beerchen <laughs> schnitzel. Beerchen schnitzel? Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. Makes sense if you're going to uh, Jackie's Chow. Very, very, I don't know, it's a different beer. It's not like a shocker, like, wow, it's 10% ABV. Six, it's because you actually opened our notes document for once, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Because under our Jackie's Chow Bullet, this is actually from at least what I had for 155, maybe 144, probably not. Uh, Man, a while ago now, (laughs) I made some Jägerschnitzel, which is something I've made a lot, kind of. Because Jägerschnitzel, like Jäger is just hunter. So it's just like... Right. Hunter cutlet, right? Right. And so there's tradition, like, usually it's veal or pork, I think, right? Sure. Or, or sure. like venison, you know, something something like that. Because you, you pound it thin. You gotta hunt it. Yeah. You gotta, 
exactly. It's you know, it's whatever. It doesn't have to be amazing because you pound it pretty flat. You like bread it, and then you shallow fry it. It's pretty easy. That being said, I've my Jaeger schnitzel has definitely evolved from what I've now realized was. It's hard, Def, actually inferior, not that inferior, just very different than what I think is more authentic. I used to do a red wine, like sauce gravy hmm. with like mirepoix, right? Carrot, celery, onion. You sweat that, you know, like saute that for a while, add some beef stock, add a lot of red wine and let that cook down to form some sort of gravy, right? And then take pork, pound it like, you know, pork chops, basically. Pound it flat. You get some flour and then some egg wash. You can put a little mustard in the egg wash. It's actually really good. Uh, make sure to season your flour so that it actually, you know, seasons salt and pepper. Mix it all up. And then you throw it in the egg wash. Throw it in the flour. Uh, well, flour, egg wash, flour. So whatever. Um, Let me see. Wait, no. That doesn't make sense. No. Flour, egg wash, breadcrumb i knew i was missing something go. i was like okay. is this <laughs> so it's like it's like it's like a, one of those like you know crepe layer cakes you like flour egg wash flour egg wash, flour egg flour egg flour, flour, flour back and forth until you've just got this like mound of it's funny you say mm. that because what do i do that with it's actually try it it's really good for i don't know frying chicken or something marinated chicken or you're frying it do the flour dredge of course the okay. egg wash. Sure. The breadcrumbs. Right. Go back into the egg wash. Go okay. back into the breadcrumbs. It works. Okay. It really works. You get a you get a lot more even breadcrumb coverage. And you know, slightly yes. thick. It's not all gonna fall off. It's really good. See, three layers seems like in the realm of like, oh, this is a trick I've learned, and then it's like, oh, okay, this is one of those like yeah, like people in the kitchen discovering things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd gone above three layers, I would have had things <laughs> to say. But Yeah, I feel like it, I mean, it won't hold together very well. You know, it is still like goopy. So at a certain point, it's just going to slough off. Well, and that's why you stop using egg wash and you start using fluff, a.k.a. marshmallow cream. <laughs> that's sturdy stuff. What's What's the number for your local, like, social worker? I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> you need some help. <laughs> have you done that with something? I could, I could see it being good. For I like have a never in dessert. my once worked with marshmallow cream. Same, no fluff or nutter. Maybe, no. maybe sometime. I mean, it doesn't sound too objectionable. I'd be willing it, to have it. It really sure. doesn't. I, I like. I think people had it with sandwiches. I remember my my one friend in like kind of middle school would have you know occasionally be the fluff or nutter sandwich. Right, right. But anyway, Jaeger schnitzel. So that's kind of the thing I did. So then I, you know, you do the the schnitzel and the schnitzel. It's amazing because it's so juicy. You know, it's a fried thing, right? And pork, mm-hmm. you don't have to obsess over 165 or anything. If you're frying thin pork, it's not going to be undercooked. You can basically, um, depends how hot your oil is, but it's pretty hard to mess up as long as your pork's thin enough. Um, and you just tell when your coating is golden brown. Nice. So it's pretty easy. So, well, and then, of course, at the end of the gravy, this, this red wine gravy sauce, you throw in a bunch of butter because that's <laughs> secret to good gravy. And that's good. Like red wine sauces, I really like. 
And usually, I'm pretty sure I would always serve it with uh, spatzel, which is like sure. egg noodles. Or like egg dumpling things you can make, but egg noodles, basically. Yeah, close Th- enough. They're like dumpling more. I'm sure I'm getting it wrong. But either egg noodles or spatzel, spatzel, what the fuck? Dumplings, where you like... You boil little bits of dough. Either either of those things, almost like gnocchi, um, just are really good because it's a carb. It's a nice noodle. You got the juicy fried cutlet. You got the delicious gravy. But it's not really like a, a hunter's meal, right? It's kind of it's, uh, fancy maybe isn't the right word. But it's just I've come to realize it's missing something. I and mean, I, I could think... imagine a hunter bringing along a bottle of red wine. That seems within the realm of possibility to me. But I know you're trying to transition to a new idea, um, so please go off. It's it's not bad, but there's something... I'm sure now, many, many years ago is when I first did this, this Jaeger schnitzel with, you know, the red wine gravyish sauce, right? I'm sure I could do better now, and I'm sure it's... It's pretty interesting. I would probably make it a little more acidic, like use a little more red wine or something. Do something fun with it, right? That being said, I found something that is just when you really want to have a nice, special little awesome dinner, just use a gravy gravy, but make it a mushroom gravy. Do I make you gravy, baby? Yeah. Gravy is great. Yep. Mushrooms are the the the, the Six. Earth's gift to us. Rubber. Dirt. Haven't you said before that when you sucked. like cook them, really like really brown them, you like them? That's definitely not a thing I said. Okay, I've had ones. I've had mushrooms where I thought they were tolerable. I've never liked them, and I've often intensely disliked them. Okay, six and six alone uh, hates mushrooms. <laughs> When they're cooked down nicely. Yeah, no one else in the world hates it's, mushrooms. It's I true. That's true. I mean, I don't hear anybody else talking. Okay. And they're out of time. I'm Gabe Newell. <laughs> I hate mushrooms. Oh, Gabe. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It, it, I only... Double shroom. Do it, do it, do it. What happens when Gabe Newell eats a power-up mushroom? A power mushroom. What's it called? Pro- uh, the super mushroom? super mushroom? He probably gets indigestion. That's <laughs> Yeah. So I've only tried this type of gravy once, but um, literally mushroom gravy. Just take a bunch of mushrooms. The same way you'd start really anything with mushrooms. I mean, it's the key to have mushrooms. You shouldn't. You, I can do mushrooms raw, but I can do really like I can do almost anything <laughs> when it comes to food. Oh, that reminds me of something. Okay. What, so I took a, maybe like two to the normal package size of uh, cremini mushrooms, those baby cremini brown small mushrooms. You chop them up. I didn't go crazy. I think I probably just sliced and diced a, a little bit. Throw them in a pan. Give some the butter, some oil. Put a bunch of salt in there. Just let it buck for a while. Stir it around like it's going to... Release a lot of water. That's the thing. So you salt it so it helps it release its water. And so it's going to, you know, first it's going to sizzle and then it's going to kind of go to like steaming. And then eventually all that water is gone and it's going to come back to a sizzle. And you can like tell the water is gone. And so you just kind of brown those mushrooms for a while. You want to develop, as they say, a nice fond, a nice layer of like brown stuff on the bottom of the pan. Because that's that good flavor. And... 
the thing is mushrooms. I don't think I've ever talked about this before. I really like mushrooms for a lot of stuff, especially like, you know, for Jackie, right? He's not that experienced. Uh, Jackie Eternal Envy, of course, uh, from Dota 2. He's maybe not that experienced in cooking, right? He he just ha- doesn't have a, a history of doing that. So, I mean, it seems like he's been working on it. He right? really has. I don't know. Maybe it's his girlfriend cooking now, too. They've been... It's possible. I just I feel like we're so removed at this point that perhaps we're making a lot of assumptions that aren't. We fair. really are. We we should do a. Uh, we'll have to come up with a name. Just a show entirely about Jackie Mao. Where is he, Mao? <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. Um. So anyway, mushrooms. It's a great. Just. It's almost impossible to ruin mushrooms. To overcook mushrooms, they're just kind of magic. So I have a, a chart up here that I'll, I'll throw in the, the Discord that I've seen before. Oh, hello? Okay, I'm going to snip this because Google Docs won't like it. Uh, this is Cook's Illustrated, I believe, which I, I always like scientific things when it comes to, I mean, basically everything, but like cooking or coffee, like whatever. And so they did a, a test of cooking time versus tenderness basically so the the y axis how much force it took to deflect a certain amount and you can see uh of course like beef in this case a beef tenderloin after about like 15 minutes you've 300 you've like doubled to tripled how tough it is and so it's just it's just not good like you got to catch it right where you know, maybe that it starts at like five to ten minutes here. That's generally a good range. It depends how thick it is, of course. Uh, but everyone knows, you know, what rubbery, crazy, overcooked meat can be, right? Sure. And on the other extreme, especially the, with vegetables, they just kind of get mushy. If you just kind of leave them yeah. in there, they just kind of disintegrate, which is not a great uh, mouth feel, as they say. But not mushrooms. Mushrooms, so uh, it goes up to 40 minutes here. It kind of like goes from 200 to 300. Uh, that should be like Newtons. Uh, grand? Yeah, it should be Newtons or whatever. Units. <laughs> Trust me, just just look at the graph. It's not, uh, it is actually representative of the proper units. It's not a hidden, distorted graph. You can just mm-hmm. kind of go. Go where? Away while you have the pan on. Wait, don't do that. It'll it might burn. <laughs> it might be I, fine. No, I thought you were. I thought you were inviting me to leave. I was like, I mean, that would be like, like hell, hell yeah. yeah. To stand to this fucking mushroom. Six, where bullshit. can people find you on the internet? <laughs> uh you can't. Wow, that's pretty deep. Yeah. So mushrooms. It, that's why. Like, listen, just brown them. Generally, for anything I do, it's just like eh, I'll just brown them until it seems like they're not really getting browned anymore. Like you know sauteed much more and then you're good to go and from there it's just kind of making a gravy so you put a bunch of butter in at this point kind of turn the heat off or like bring it back to low throw a bunch of butter in and then you sift you know you you throw in some flour some thickener right you're making a roux basically it's that fat flour thickener thing and you can go you know Different sauces, six knows French cooking way better than me. Different sauces let roux go for longer, right? Like you get mm-hmm. yeah. blonde or like brick is the extreme or something like that. 
And so you let this go. Ah, you let it go. However you go. I, I didn't go super dark. And then at that point, throw in some stock. I think I used like beef stock. It'd be great. You could put a, a little splash of wine in here. I think white wine might be better. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, given its uh, its value these days, you probably would be a pretty good use of Netflix stock. Oh, it's just yeah. What uh, is that? The thickener, or you think it dilutes things? It brings a certain. Um, je ne sais quoi. Uh, I, I feel like I could probably say you just wouldn't want me to on a public show. Um, oh. I don't know. I have never tried it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe for uh, for next episode. So, and then you kind of like rook and clump up and stuff. It's going to be fine. You're not like adding cold milk. Uh, so you just kind of stir it up, make sure the, uh, the flour gets distributed. And then you want to kind of just let it immerse. It's going to thicken things. That's kind of what it does. And you're just making sure you got that classic wooden spoon kind of scraping the bottom of the pan. It, all the, that good fond should release itself, which is all your flavor. So at this point, throw in your herbs, do like some thyme. You do like oregano, I mean, definitely some pepper. you gave it like three to five minutes. Do you really need more time? Gadung, 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 gadung. Gadung, gadung, gadung. Yeah, throw in whatever shit you want. Uh, but definitely, like, some pepper, some sort of green thing, usually re- oregano, some thyme. It'll be pretty solid. Uh, or really, whatever you want. And actually, actually do this. Put in a shake of cayenne for Chef John. That's just you cooking. You you know about you know the I, I cayenne know for Chef it. John, right? I become increasingly skeptical because I don't feel like cayenne usually does very much for a dish, but it's fine. It you don't have to necessarily taste it, but I I think it's real. I may. I mean, I know cayenne's real. Be, I have some in a drawer, Nick. I don't know. I I don't see it right now. You know. When you said I have some in a drawer, do you mean like at your desk? No, I mean my. I don't have a spice rack. I have drawers in the in the kitchen that are full of spices. Yeah, but I do like the idea of you just having like pocket cayenne. It's like pocket sand, you know. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so then you get your stuff in there and just let it go until it's thick enough, or just let it kind of stay warm until your Jaeger schnitzel is done frying. Uh, but. Do, wait to add more salt until this step, because as it reduces, it's going to get more salty. Ooh, we got some nice thunderstorms going. Mm. So at this point, taste. Get your salt, your pepper in there. And you're, you're pretty good. I highly recommend. You should be able to find this at like a grocery store. Um, egg noodles, like German egg noodles. They're really, really good. You just don't overcook them. You put this gravy. It's So it's like a br- thick brown gravy. It tastes really strong, like a... Really nice mushroomy flavor. Very cooked mushroom flavor. It's really nice. I think I'm definitely going to do this because it's not just like, you know, a nice gravy, right? It's gravy. What is it? It's moist. It's buttery. It's fatty. It's tasty, right? Yeah, salty. This actually adds some flavor. Nice. Not like overpowering, but enough to like, I mean, mushrooms, that's a very hearty like hunter, like you know, hunter gatherer meal, right? So you know, sure, you go sure. And you, you're like, you're like, you I, your I, I killed this deer, and now I'm gonna eat it, and I didn't wash it first, so it tastes like dirt. That's the mushroom factor. The mushroom factor, the mushroom <laughs> files. But anyway, yeah, that's my from long ago uh, recommendation for Jägerschnitzel. I need to make, I need to make that again soon. So good, so fresh, so clean. You okay? Yeah. All right. 
<laughs> a, you are a peek behind the curtain. Nick has been having internet troubles. Uh, and now oh, wait. Our, our setup is such that uh, <laughs> Nick is talking into their phone, um, but their phone is far enough away that sometimes, like, it's not that I can't hear them, but it's distant enough that I mm-hmm. misunderstand words. So that's fun. Okay, I'm going to get it a little closer here. <laughs> so it's going to be an issue. Also, I can't hear bumpers, so I think we're going to have to do bumpers ourselves. Okay, that's fine. I can insert bumpers, no problem. Okay, that's fine. Um, or no, I mean, like... You and I. I mean, we're just going to do them with our mouths? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh, so where are we going is the thing. Uh, well, we can stay here for a minute. I'm going to mention that I made some um, pulled pork recently. Ooh. Um, smoked it. That whole experience, honestly, it's like, it's fine. But you've heard people talk about making pulled pork before. What I really want to hear is I want people to send me, tell me your recipes for good barbecue sauce. Because... I made a couple and I'm not happy. You you've cla- you've like you've talked about barbecue sauce a lot, like all the different styles. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um but I haven't but, I have had so little access. I've had access to a smoker, but the smoker is really inconsistent, like huge temperature variation, which makes it kind of useless. Uh, um, smokers are so good in yeah. theory. Yeah. Well, this time it behaved. Um, and so it's like, huh, maybe I just need to set it up properly and make sure it's guarded from wind because if for some reason wind like on this smoker makes its temperature vary by literally a hundred degrees. Um, oh I guess it's so low power that like yeah, the convection something sucks it away. Um, but if I'm able to use the smoker for real, then I need to figure out some good barbecue sauce recipes. Um, and, yeah, I would prefer like a, a North Carolina like vinegar style sauce. That's always my favorite. Um, I made a couple. Yeah. I made two sauces. Um, one of them. Okay, so you know, have you heard of the front right burner gang? The fr- I can't say I have. This is kind of an oven no. the hot food or oven the cold food. Excuse me. <laughs> situation. Um, there are people who um, tongue in cheek. Uh, make memes about how much better it is to use the front right burner than any other burner on a stove. <laughs> I, I'm down with this. Fully down with this. Well, the problem is I'm, in my burners, they actually have different levels of heat. Genuinely. That is, that is very common to the point where I bet it's more common than not. That's fair. The problem is I made one of my barbecue, I made both of my barbecue sauces on the front right burner, but one of them, the first step was like sauteing garlic and ginger. And my front right burner is incapable of being anything but either off or blazing hot. <laughs> and so the second oh, yeah. the ginger touched that pan, it blackened. Um, and that had a negative impact on the flavor of that sauce, I would say. I would imagine. The thing about like garlic and ginger, like sauteing, oh, like saute, I don't know, frying aromatizing spices. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, cooking them off in oil before you put stuff in is, you know, it's good. Like it happens a lot in Indian cooking. It kind of, you know, releases stuff. It releases the oils and everything that's that's in the spice. Right. But it, it's like 30 seconds. Right, right. <laughs> and when people, you know, it's like, uh, you know, saute garlic and ginger. You don't actually usually ever want to brown garlic. Not really. But it's really hard. Almost anything, I think. I feel like I've done it one time for some reason. And so 
because it, it'll just start to make things funky. Yeah. And I've I've learned that it's really, I don't know, you really get more of a, gar- a regular garlic flavor if you don't. So you got to like super mise en place, right? Have everything ready to go. Because, yeah. I mean, especially if you're <laughs> you're in the front right burner, I guess six has 10 seconds before putting in the rest of the ingredients. I, I mean, this case, it must have just been turned up slightly too high. I'm not kidding when I say the second it hit the pan, it turned black. <laughs> it's just like instant. And I was like, okay, so this barbecue wow. sauce is going to suck. <laughs> got it. You just keep, sometimes you just gotta keep on keeping on. I understand. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but that said, I think we can uh, we can take it to Jack Snacks. Uh, so I have two snacks for us here today. Uh, but before we get into them, I want to ask you some questions about some other snacks. Nick, I have three headlines here. One of them is real, two are fake, regarding some of the snacks of the world, right? I feel like the the quiz, isn't that gold for me? And maybe that's do you want I, to want. I don't, this is going to be so short, who cares? I don't want to do it's another true. transition. Okay. okay. Um, so. Especially since we can't hear it. Which one of these three is a real headline? Red Vine and Twizzlers are teaming up for a combination snack where it is a Red Vine and a Twizzler wrapped around each other in one single piece of red licorice. That's number one. Number two, Pizza Hut is introducing, uh, sorry, Pizza Hut Taiwan is introducing the new reverse pizza where it has a pepperoni crust with bread discs on top. Or... Is Pringles attempting to get a spider renamed because it looks like the Pringles guy? <laughs> How would it look like the Pringles guy? <laughs> D, none of the above. They're all real. Uh, just the Pringles guy, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, there you what? go in the show notes. <laughs> oh my God. Because what else would it be called? Well, I'll tell you what else it would be called. It would be called the Pale Orb Weaver. Oh, I've heard of that. It's already a spider. We're not renaming it the Pringles Spider. It's already a spider. I feel like that suggests that Pringles are are like genetically (laughs) modifying the Orb Weaver. I mean, listen. No, it's already a spider. I mean, hey, Pringles, once once you pop, the web don't stop. stop. Um, So... I'm going to crack open. I have of, of, uh, I actually have the licorice one. The red vine and Twizzler was inspired by what I have here. I have Wiley Wallaby or Willy Wallaby. Hard to say. They wrote it in a weird way. Uh, Mm -hmm. fresh Australian licorice. Australian licorice. I have uh, straw classic red, which is a natural strawberry flavored licorice. And then I have watermelon. So these are separate, right? Yes, these are two different that. bags. Okay. Uh, so first thing, oh, I instantly dropped it. Okay. <laughs> so do you recall? Have you seen like real licorice? What what it fucking looks like? I don't. Is it like fennel seeds? 
Or is that just? I, I mean, I mean, like processed licorice. licorice. No, I don't. I okay. Well, let me let me get some better lighting and take a picture because it's a big motherfucker. So, oh, this is just like processed licorice. I mean, this is still licorice candy. It's just that technically, like sure, Twizzlers sure. and Red Vine can't call themselves licorice candy because they're not. No, I'm sure. Yeah, this actually is. I. I am, like, a big fan of licorice, I'm pretty sure. So I really should. I haven't, like, had, a, like, even Twizzlers and stuff in a while. I'd be down for some stronger flavor. Well, let's see how the look of this suits you. Uh, that's about uh, as thick around as my thumb. Oh, my God. Classic red. Honestly, I bet. Oh, I bet this is gonna be chewy. I was gonna. I'm sure it's gonna be very chewy. Let's see here. The chewing of the Twizzler is the best part. Huh. Okay. Let me let me guess. (laughs) It's not chewy enough for six. No, it's it's a fairly enjoyable level level of chewy. Um, you can actually taste a little bit of actual licorice in there. Not a lot, which is good because I don't like the taste of licorice, like black licorice. Mm-hmm. But it is noticeable, and it just has a has a deeper, more complex fruit flavor than I would have expected. So it's like mostly strawberry, you would say. Yeah, yeah, with a tiny bit of genuine licorice tail, I would say. That sounds that sounds pretty nice. I'm glad you can uh, still appreciate it, even though you're not a licorice fan. Well, that brings us to watermelon, which. Um, <laughs> I will note the strawberry says natural strawberry. The watermelon makes no such fucking claim. Honestly, how would you get natural watermelon flavor? Like, it seems like a, a real ordeal. I mean, you like, can make so like watermelon, water. like dried watermelon, can't you? It's, yeah, it just seems like the, it's so airy and like mostly water that. And I mean, the water surely takes away some of the, the flavors. You'd have to like boil it or something. I don't know. So one of the things I'm noticing immediately about this is it takes away any translucency. Oh, this is straight yeah. opaque. No light is entering mm-hmm. at any stage in this process. Bounced off like yeah. you're fucking hitting titanium armor. Let's take a bite. <laughs> yeah, that's artificial watermelon. I don't know. Whatever. I was promised that it it's- was so soft and chewy, so bursting with terrific taste that I would need n- look no further for the satisfaction I crave. Um, but it's fine. I don't know. I like my women like I like my watermelon-flavored uh, licorice. So soft and chewy. So soft and chewy and full of bursting flavor. Uh, it's less sugar. It's fat-free. No dairy. No high-fructose corn syrup. Just low-fructose corn syrup. And yes, I checked. That's literally on the... <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that's fine. It was expensive, like it was like three fifty mm. for this ten ounce bag each. I don't think I'll do it again. Hmm. You really make me want to seek out some licorice, though. I might have to look after after the show. I mean, I've got the kind of loving that can be so smooth. Oh, of course. We we've always said that. But it's time Just for like me to I've horrify said... you with another Jack snack. Okay, the cheese. What I decided was I wanted to, uh, I was thinking about the classic uh, apple pie and and cheese, right? (laughs) 
Yeah, so I've never tried it, but it is classic. I hadn't either, and it's like, you know, around here, this time of year, I couldn't find a pre-made apple pie. Really? I didn't really look very hard. I guess I don't I just thought I would do the next best thing. More of a classic Italian-style pie, really. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. (laughs) And so... I, I know what this next picture is going to be. As this is mostly just for the people who are wi- live watching episode notes to get, you know, <laughs> picture one and then picture two. <laughs> <laughs> how it started, how it's going. <laughs> I don't know why people really... are such big fans of this. I didn't think it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not that bad, right? Like, it it's not that different than... Than your pepperoni pizza flavor. I mean, it was kind of overwriting the the subtleties of the uh, Little the Caesars mozzarella. stuffed crust. Oh, oh, it is stuffed. A very small stuffed crust. It's just the angle. It's more stuffed than you think. Okay. It's more stuffed than you think. <laughs> okay. It's stranger than you think. Uh, I, I, I do like that uh, we made this episode notes channel because I can't imagine just with no context looking at the, the shit we, we put in here. Like, what must run through one's brain? So I, that's all you have to say? You know, it, yeah. it wasn't much? It wasn't much to write home about. It was fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I want, hmm. What if you put like a little extra black pepper on that? But then I'd have to eat it again, and I don't want to... I mean, right now, I don't want to eat anything. I actually feel quite uh, borderline nauseous. Um, uh-huh. But I've been doing fun things to my stomach recently because my, my roommates are out of town, and that's always an occasion for me to be very stupid, so... It's that hairy edge of, of madness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the call of the, the fridge void, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know if we're here to celebrate or to mourn, but we do need to take it to Bottle Crow. You know why. I do. July 2nd, 2022. 2.56 a.m. In some time zone. At Eternal Envy, spelled with really weird capitalization. (laughs) Like the haha on 12. Eternal Envy 1991. Retired. Competitive. Yeah. Um, so, anyone who's a recent joiner, anyone who doesn't understand our uh, our constant referencing to Eternal Envy, aka Jackie Mao, um, a Canadian Dota two pro player, um, had had quite a storied history. Uh, famous for having a very mm. eccentric uh, personality. <laughs> Play style. Uh, yeah, play style. Sometimes. And, um, you know, listen, like, had some, some never won a TI, but had some major placements at various events, won some of the majors. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you look at basically a uh, list of, like, achievements in 2016, stops achieving anything of note, basically. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot. Let's see. I think, what, would they NP? He was, like, like they were part of a... Uh, an independent org, not like a big sponsor org. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that for a while. That didn't follow. he's he's basically been on a lot of teams recently, uh, especially those he was involved in 
And by recently, I mean the past, I guess, like four years. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's been a lot of like finding a team for TI season and then them not qualifying, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's not an uncommon story. <laughs> People no, are like, no. hey, we're all pretty good at Dota. I don't know, we should try, right? It's free, essentially free. And I, yeah. I do feel like a part of it is just a, a factor of like... <sighs> These days, I don't think you can throw together a team last minute and expect to do that well in the highest level of the competitive scene. I think it's it's mostly being dominated by people who've been working together for a while, you know? It's true, but I don't know. that The nature of Dota is you can just do that. When TI has open quals, just means like literally anybody can do it. I think... I think I did it one year. Like I got a five stack together and use like face it or whatever. And you just do it. I think it was for a major. <laughs> just like, hey, let's play a TI qual game. And so we played, I believe, against Blue Pikachu, like a essentially a minor league team that's I can't been around for a while. Uh, and just absolutely got I mean no. Absolutely got smashed. Doesn't really describe it well. It's one of those situations that can happen in Dota in, in some games where you Usually, you know, when you're playing a game, it's like, ah, oh, I don't want to blame my teammates or, ah, oh, the enemy just sucks or, ah, oh, they, they cheated, whatever. There's such a skill gap at a certain point, and it doesn't have to be that much because we're not that good, that you just recognize like, oh, I'm not playing the video game because yeah. in lane, you don't get any last hits. They zone you from minute zero. You're like, wait, how do they? Oh, I'm under my tower with 100 HP. The creep wave is at their tower for the next 10 minutes. Okay, I guess I lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I guess that's, that's part of what I mean is like, of course, it is possible. It's like, it's always possible for, for Envy to throw together a squad, right? But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is to have real success at this point in the game, yeah. you kind of need to build some sort of synergy. Um, it, 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 yeah, it really is. I'm trying to think. I don't think Tim Spirit was that. It's absolutely correct, and it's the survivorship bias. There's a lot of, you know, great underdog stories in Dota 2, right? Yeah. But it's the survivorship bias of, yeah, of course, there was, you know, a million teams who did this, and one wins, right? And also, very often, you look into those, like, those stories, and it's like, yeah, what we did was, before TI, we, like, we did, like, you know, a team house for two months, playing nothing but, you know, yeah. together or something. <laughs> you know, they did... Dota 2. And instead of, I mean, like, you know, I don't know the specifics and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be told I'm wrong about this, but I suspect with these teams, it's more like people who are, you know, like former serious contenders or who are streamers making like a handshake deal to play quals together, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is just not going to cut it at this point. The level of competition is too high for that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But eternal envy, uh, he's the source and, um, inspiration for many uh really ancient dota 2 memes mm-hmm. one that hasn't come up in a while is called 50 50 50 ee 50 ee because his uh his screen name is eternal envy ee and it was uh, a great thing on uh, the dota 2 subreddit where it would be like something that happens slash something else that happens so uh it would be like jackie buys a divine rapier on am and tries to rat or in like rats the enemy base or jackie mao buys a rapier while his ancient is under attack and his team dies 
or more ridiculous things than that. Sure. And it wasn't just embarrassing or like shitting on Jackie because that's the thing. Sometimes he would do questionable things, kind of crazy things, and it would actually work. Yeah. And that, that's like he was part of the um, the Lakadmadatag, Lakadmadatag, Normalin, Normalin. I think there's another one in there. That was when he did something like a strange underlord play, like warping people back and forth. It was something very strange, but that's that's the heart of Eternal Envy. Yeah, I mean, and I think it is again. It's one of those things that there becomes less and less space for in modern Dota as people are playing so tight that these like like wild pitch approaches start to have like like they have their momentary impact right if they work but they ultimately are just drowned out by efficiency you know mm-hmm. um i remember one of the first games i ever saw envy i've told this story on the podcast before but it's been so long it was an anti-mage uh like rapier thing right which is he was split pushing he was pressuring the enemy's bottom tier three the dire bottom tier three right Mm -hmm. and so the other team does the logical thing right which is like okay then we are going to push mid and you are going to have to come back to respond to us and and jackie backs up blinks to the secret shop and sells something to buy a rapier and suddenly it's like uh, rapier, by the way, a uh, divine rapier is like a massive damage item that if you die drops. So the enemy team takes it. right. Normally your items you just have, you know, it's like it's like, you know, your your inventory in an RPG. This is the one of two items in the game that if you are killed, you leave it behind um, and the other <laughs> team can use it. So like huge, big investment, big gamble. And it's just not anything anyone would ex- expect. And so he just does this and suddenly he's pushing way faster than they can. And what should have been the correct play from them is suddenly the wrong one and they're in big trouble. Yeah, that's the one I remember too. A.M. Divine Rapier. Oh, Pizza Party too. <laughs> Speaking of his strange team things. Yeah. Uh, Pizza Party is a meme that still uh, exists in which... Uh, one of the teams he was on or like organized, basically they kicked a member uh, during a pizza party that they had after like a tournament or something. <laughs> the Jackie drama. Yeah. 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 Um, and honestly, he hasn't really been doing much recently. He's basically a streamer now, which the thing is, I think it's way, way, way more lucrative to be a, yeah. a streamer yeah. than professional gamer in most things, you know? Um, I think that's I, I think that's true, and um, you know, like it it will be sad not to see him in tournaments. But frankly, we haven't been anyway. I so yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if he's if he's happy with this choice, I'm happy for him. You know, yeah. He does seem like the last couple of years have been this arc of Jackie getting his shit together, and if this is part of it, then good for him. Mm-hmm. My God, I. I recommend following Jackie on Instagram because he has a Shiba Inu. Him and his girlfriend have this great Shiba Inu that, uh, I mean, yeah, lots of videos of that. Mm-hmm. And I think we can we can close out the show. We'll take it back to Arteezy Speakeasy. Jack's Snacks. Okay. I think you have to play it at triple speed. Probably. Probably. Six. Yeah. Last episode, I did something horrible to myself, so I feel like I have to redeem. 
uh, you know, my, my spirit, right? Okay. Last, last week, last episode, I, of course, had potted meat, which said something awful about being like a chicken pork processed product had just the consistency of it, something you don't want to eat. It was an all-time low for this show. Which is saying a lot. Yeah, that's the worst <laughs> tasting we've ever had on air. Truly. I mean, I would love to microwave some uh, some McDoubles in comparison. <laughs> but no, what I have today is something else I saw on the shelf at the grocery store. And I thought, well, can't be worse than potted meat, can it? I have premium quality deviled ham spread from Underwood, registered trademark. Tastes great in sandwiches, U.S. inspected and passed by Department of Agriculture. Uh, can you see it in there? No. Let me go ahead and give you uh, a picture of this just in case it takes so long that, uh, that you have to look this up like we did last time. Um, let's see. Let's get some nutritional facts about this. Serving size, a quarter cup. So this is like a, a bigger than potted meat, like little can. Not like a normal can size, like a little stout guy. Uh-huh. Um, 60 grams. Uh, servings, about two. Calories, 180. Fat calories, <laughs> fat calories 140. Uh, which kind of says it all. Same as potted meat. Total fat, 15 grams. Cholesterol, 35 milligrams. Sodium, 480. Uh, a gram of carbs. And eight grams of protein. So you're just you're like you're, what you're like is yet last week was so bad we clearly need to do it again. It can't be worse. Yes, it is my can. thinking. I mean, at least it's not called potted meat. Like, what's wrong with Pot you people? Pot for meat. Pot for meat. I want you to want no, potted no, no. meat. I want you to pot meat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Emma. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like wrapped in this thing. It's like very boutique. Uh, it says, copyright 2009 B&G Foods, Inc. Uh, in Parsippany, New Jersey. Which sounds like a fake place, but I assume must exist. Okay, I'm ripping off the... Uh, wow, I've ripped off the, like, paper that it's wrapped in. And it is just an unmarked can now. I mean... This is kind of kind of nice. You could, I mean, anything could be in this can. Yeah, I guess that's true. But it's not anything in this can. There's nothing it's, in this can. <laughs> Thank God. This, this was all a trick. Oh my God, happening. I wish. Oh. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to open it. My house might be struck by lightning to prevent me from, uh, from eating this. Oh no, God it will. looks the same. It looks the same. <laughs> what have I done? Oh, it smells the same. Deviled ham sounds different. It's gonna it's gonna taste different. It's going to taste different. Sex, calm down. It's gonna be all right. So, um, like before, I'm gonna go ahead and, and see what type of consistency we are working with here. Um, oh, I can't record videos during calls. Honestly, for the best, for the best, uh, technology has has failed us here. So, oh, you know what it is. So there's like a layer of something on top. Like a film? Like, f- No, like fat, like grease, like liquid fat instead of, you know, solid fat. We like don't have to do this, this, you know. I've already opened it. Okay, let me Throw see. it away. Wait, wait, it smells better. <laughs> no. It still like has that cat food smell, but it... Devil, there's got to be like spices or mustard in this. 
There has to be. Oh, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. That's weird. <laughs> That's okay, probably anyways. a good sign, right? <laughs> My body tries to, to evacuate the smell. Okay, and I have, of course, the same uh, peppercorn poppy crisps. This crackers that I had last time. Um, last time, I'm like, okay, I got to you know take some on its own. I'm not going to be doing that this time. I'm spreading a moderate amount on a cracker. And here we go. Okay. Okay, I have to try some on its own. God damn it. It is better. It's like I I did not recoil just having some off of this butter knife. <laughs> There's no it's, blood coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I know. Hold on. Let me see if I can find any ingredients. What the hell? Oh, Ham cured with water, salt, brown sugar, sodium nitrate, and seasoning. Mustard flour spices turmeric. I knew it. It's spiced, so it has that weird texture, but your brain just like isn't stuck on what the hell is in my mouth because you get this nice mustard kick. Honestly, like I would never buy this. <laughs> but not bad. Like, I don't know, if you had this on a ration, you're just hiking on a mountain for fifteen miles. It would probably be pretty good. Much better than potted meat. I mean, huh. I guess I'm happy for you. You tried to I'm hurt yourself and you didn't entirely succeed. Listen, I got past potted meat. You know, I test my limits a lot. You know, just do things to say that I did it or I could do it. Right. Right. I mean, that is the story of the home of New Earth. And the bumper just played. It's going to be the but, fucking eulogy for the home of North, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I keep eating this. Okay, I put four crackers on here. I got two left. Well, it's getting a little bit old. Six, did you have one last thing to go to? Uh, No, it's fine. I'll save it. Uh, after, Six, I right, may never. Okay, I may never have another episode. Nick, we're, you're talking about snacks again, so let's take a quiz, shall we? Mm-hmm. Your weird pizza choice determines your most toxic trait. <laughs> How can I choose? Well, we're both going to take this quiz at the same time. Oh, I'm okay. sending you a link. You pull it up, and we'll uh, we'll pick answers at the same time. We'll see we'll see what we're doing. Okay, let me rinse my mouth out. That's honestly mostly just tastes like mustard flour. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I'm pulling it up. I'm hoping this quiz doesn't make me someone who's already nauseous actually throw up. <laughs> I don't know. Just make sure it's live on air. <clears throat> okay. BuzzFeed Quiz Party. Take this quiz with friends in real time. I mean, okay, sure. Wait. No, just scroll down. Don't click the thing. Scroll down. Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. All right, pick a pizza style. Pan pizza, deep dish, or thin crust? Um, pan pizza. I'm hitting thin crust because if it's going to be gross, I want there to be not very much of it. 
Pick a weird pick a sauce. Weird sauce. Yeah. Sorry, we'll alternate questions. You you read this one. Okay. Pick a weird sauce for your pizza: ranch dressing, peanut butter, nacho cheese. Okay, it's getting it's getting pretty fucked up. I bet I could make something happen. I don't with ranch. like ranch. Yeah, I'm gonna be ambitious. I, I'm gonna pick I ranch. Really don't like ranch. Nacho cheese. Okay. Okay. Uh, pick a weird topping for your pizza: chocolate chips, hot dogs, or Doritos. I can still kind of taste. I'm gonna. I've got a little bit of this beer left. <laughs> that should override. Yeah, that's helping. I'm okay. doing hot dogs. I bet I can work with hot dogs. That's not that weird. Honestly, nacho cheese and hot dogs, or nacho cheese and Doritos. This might be my only meat. I'm going hot dogs. Okay. Okay. Pick another weird pizza topping: marshmallows and strangely small font, cheese puffs, or potato chips. I'm going potato chips here. Nacho cheese hot dog. I think cheese puffs. That sounds pretty good. Okay. Pick a normal pizza topping. Cheese, <laughs> pepperoni, or sausage. Just... See, I thought that would be my only meat. I'm um, hmm. picking cheese, I think. I already have nacho cheese, but sometimes Taco Bell just like puts nacho cheese on other things that have cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. already got hot dogs, like... Hot dogs and pepperoni. That'd be greasy. Cheese. Regular cheese. Pick a weird pizza topping again. M&M's, spaghetti, or pretzel. One of these things is not like the other. I think with Um, the pizza I'm building, pretzels could work. Nacho cheese. Hot dogs. Cheese. Cheese puffs. You can't put spaghetti on. I don't. We've got to try cheese and M and M sometime. That being said, pretzels. Of course, pretzels. Yeah, yeah. And finally, one last weird pizza topping: whipped cream, peanuts, or pickles. Six is picking pickles. Yeah, I mean it works with mine. Whipped cream. With. N- Okay, so just to read it off, my uh, my Peanuts. pizza, which I'm calling the Super Bowl Sunday, is a thin crust pizza with ranch dressing as a sauce, hot dogs, potato chips, cheese, pretzels, and pickles. I think that works. I'm choosing pickles. Okay, so for mine, I'm calling this the Gamer Pie. I got a pan pizza with nacho cheese, hot dogs, cheese puffs, more cheese, pretzels, and pickles. Okay, hey, let's get our results. Honestly, very similar pizzas. What's what? Yeah. Uh, so, I think this is okay. completely inaccurate. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, my most toxic trait is a need for control. <laughs> <laughs> Booty. It's natural to want to be in control. It can feel like things will go more smoothly when you control it all. But there are a lot of things you can't control anyway, and letting go can help you feel less stressed. So my uh, most toxic trait is judgment. (laughs) It's hard not to judge others. It's human nature. But sometimes the judgment can go overboard and become unfair. They're just trying their best. I feel like this is extremely wrong. Yeah, I think these are just both for me. (laughs) Yeah. We've talked about how I just suspend my brain, yeah. right? I, the suspension of interest instead of disbelief. I'll just give everybody the leeway to do whatever. 
Well, okay. And then it, judge it later. In but. retrospect, is there anything you would change? Like, I, I, like knowing what your options yeah. were further down the line, would you have gone different? Instead of hot dogs, definitely Doritos, especially. Okay, we'll retake style. it real quick and, and see what that gives oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Pan pizza, nacho cheese, Doritos, cheese puffs, Doritos, and cheese puffs. That's fine. Okay. Um, oh, wait, wait. I, if So uh, if I get rid of hot dogs, what's better on this? Um, pepperoni, sauces. Pepperoni. Um, pretzels, of course, and then pickles. It's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I don't know. Maybe it's trying to tell me something. Maybe, maybe. What happens if I copy this link into our Discord? I got judgment. (laughs) Okay, that's the a little nugget for the for the fans. Why are you watching our Discord chat? All right, I'll just go ahead and. What about? The need for speed. I don't know what about it. Um, all right. Well, Nick, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Six and I are, and me, are streaming over at uh, twitch.tv slash uraniumheart. I'm actually streaming semi-often because I'm trying to get through all the near games because, I don't know, I've, I'm a weird numerical completionist. Not like... 100% just like I like to go through things in order for, just so I get the full story so as uh, six is helping out sometimes we're doing Kerbal six has taught me how to play Kerbal space program we we did a battle crow that I think was our first failure to podcast in a video game yeah yeah uh, where we were supposed to to compete and I just I was not a contender would you say uh, and also neither of us really mm. podcasted <laughs> yeah it was it was difficult to say the say the least yeah yeah it's one of those ones where i needed yeah. just a sheet of paper in front of me of topics because needed to like yeah. tape something to the monitor uh-huh, uh-huh. sticky notes yeah delta v for me uh, six delta delta Vite. uh <laughs> delta vitsa um <laughs> you can find me on twitter at six detmar s-i-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r you'd find the show at at bottle crow um i am going to oh wait hold on Plug our let's plug our Discord. I don't know, things are happening in the Discord. Uh, we have an episode notes, uh, what do they call it? Channel, or whatever, where we just kind of drop the shit we're talking about for I don't know reference. If mm-hmm. you really want to determine your most toxic trait by pizza, I don't know, but uh, we're doing that in there. There's, I'm really uh, glad. You know, it heartens me, as they say, to see the amount of like Mountain Dew and just awful snacks that people are finding from, uh, from around the world. Uh, so I took the, took the quiz again and took it with mm-hmm. wildly different choices and ended up with negativity, which is also one of my most toxic traits. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my co-host who are out of touch. Uh, well. I was about to play the ITE bumper, but you couldn't hear it. Oh well. Regardless, we're gonna we're gonna call it here. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back on another episode with more. Hopefully, with more. no more canned food. All right, Nick. I can't promise no canned food, but I think I'm really done with a canned like pate nightmare. Okay, okay. Well, that's that sounds. This like one a was piece. an improvement, though. You know, I started with rock bottom. Yeah. Now I'm here. Yeah. Later, everybody. Peace.